gaze into the orb, the glowing crystal depths of America's most prophetic podcast, The Pod People. I'm the Podnosticator, Matisse Van Rossum. I'm Ben Sheets, but you can call me Ben Stradamus. I was going to say Podstradamus. Uh, I think we've done Podstradamus before. We almost certainly But it's have. a good one. Probably last year. Uh, yeah, well, in that case, I'm Cleveland Mosier, and I'm the numbers guy. <laughs> the numbers. Do they lie? All the time. They, speak oh. di- they spell disaster. I was going to say, the numbers don't lie, and they spell disaster for you at sacrifice. Yeah, well, they're spelling disaster, but that's the lie. I'm, Sen- I'm going to be doing great. Senior Joe! It's our last episode of the year. Gazing into the future of 2023, the murky depths. Coming up with predictions for what the spooky movies that come out next year are going to be like. Let's fucking get the show on the road. Ben picked 23 films for us to predict in 2023. The numbers Um, guy. For the entirety of this podcast, the winner has picked what we watch at the end of the year. In addition, this year... The winner will also pick a movie for the other two to watch on the podcast. And win a brand new car! This will be pretty good, because I know I have some movies that I would like to be spared from, but also that you force like y'all to, to watch and discuss. Now there's a, we're adding an element of punishment to the game. Yes. Punishment. <laughs> an element of cruelty. An element of cruelty. It's only just after... Cleve's act of violence of making us watch Silent Hill Revelation. I apologize last episode. This is a this is a blood this is a bloodthirsty podcast yeah. now. We're full of hate. But uh yeah, this is probably going to be another long episode as it usually is. So let's not waste any time. Let's start the predictions. Sure. Uh first movie comes out in a few weeks. Uh January 6th. Uh next week. Is- Yes, this movie is Megan. You mean Mathregan. Mathregan. <laughs> yeah. In the um, tradition of David Fincher's The Seven in. <laughs> and the fear game for Threer. For Threer, yes, exactly. <laughs> directed by Gerard Johnstone, um, who directed Housebound. This movie is about a brilliant toy company roboticist uses artificial intelligence to develop Mathregan, a lifelike doll programmed to emotionally bond with her newly orphaned niece. When the doll's programming works too well, she becomes overprotective of her new friend with terrifying results. This is starring the the young girl from Doctor Sleep and Haunting of Hill House, Violet McGraw, as well as Allison Williams, who was the uh, the girlfriend in Get Out and The Perfection. Ooh, The Perfection. And this is written by uh, James Bond and Akilah Cooper, the duo who did Malignant. Um, it's also rated PG-13. There's trailers out for this. We kind of know what we're getting The trailers have been this. going around. I must admit, I didn't realize it was PG-13. That makes me a little bit nervous. Yeah, I'm going to agree with you on that one. But overall, I'm pretty excited for this one based on the trailer. I'm hoping for some more Malignant-style uh, energy and weirdness. Yeah, yeah. I just hope that it is just as campy as something like Malignant, but the PG-13 stuff doesn't force it to pull a bunch of punches. That's, what I'm, a, that's what I'm afraid of. Directing. I know he wrote it, but... 
Yeah, it's a different director. It's PG-13. That does kind of make me a bit nervous, but um, I don't know. I'm optimistic about this one. The trailer looks fun. I like the premise. So Rotten Tomatoes, I think this will be like a 76. I put 75. I went high on this one. I think especially after Malignant, I think people are ready for, for this. And I think I think it's going to do good. I think it's going to do 84%. Around Hell yeah. Um, opening weekend, I said $22 million. Uh, I said $28 million. Did I get my shit wrong again like I did last year? I, I put $9 million. I don't think that's an unreasonable guess. Yeah. It's a little low, but I mean, it is January. It's the first horror film of the year. It's January, and like, it's about a doll, but like, that's about it. Like, I don't know, man. Like, the thing about it's just, it's got... is like, you don't know what's coming, and it's so fucking weird. But with this, it's like, we we know what to expect. It's going to be an evil doll killing people. We thought we knew what to expect with Malignant. Yeah. We, we yeah. predicted that it was going to be another uh, insidious, haunting, James, boring James Wan bullshit movie, and it was like our biggest surprise of the year. That's true. Yeah. So, I don't know. I, I, I think this one could go either way, but uh, I think we'll see. Yeah. Well, uh, collective rating, I said 3.8. 3.5. I said 4.3. High expectations for this. High expectations. So, yeah, for in addition to our predict normal predictions, I gave a little space for y'all to write, and I'll read this writing when we actually cover the episodes to see how wrong we were. Um, so I asked for sort of like a tagline or a one-liner. Mine was, uh, maybe AI was a mistake. I said, malignant meets Brahms boy. <laughs> Uh, batshit. I didn't have any additional comments or predictions for this one. Most of my one-liners are one-worders. Hey, that's okay. You you distilled it to its its purest. Mm -hmm. Exactly. It's called word economy right there. Mm -hmm. Have you guys seen the the clip that's been going around of the premiere of this movie where they had a bunch of, like, teenage girls dressed up as Megan doing a... Uh, a synchronized dance on the red carpet. I did not see that. It's one of the cringiest things I've ever seen. That sounds re- very cringy. I'll, I'll show you guys before the episode next week. Okay, yeah, we is, gotta see that. Oof, man, it's rough. Um, okay, well, next movie uh, comes out the week after that, uh, January 12th. That is Anisman. Anisman! If you think I'm calling it anything other than Anisman, you're fucking... <laughs> You're not getting it. You're getting anus men. It's anus men all the way down. Uh, well, I guess we'll go with it. Okay, so uh, the synopsis uh, for this, 1973, alone in a Cornish island overlooked by an ancient standing stone, a volunteer studies a rare flower growing on the cliff edge below an abandoned tin mine. With Mayday approaching... Uh, offers are made, temptation beckons, and time begins to collapse. And this is directed by Mark Jenkin. It seems like he's kind of an indie guy, no big name films under his belt. Yeah, uh, you shared this trailer with us a couple of weeks ago. And uh, I mean, what immediately strikes me is that it looks like a film straight out of the 70s. Mm-hmm. Um, it looks like they shot it on probably 16 millimeter, um, period accurate costumes, the camera work, the lighting, everything 
if you plopped this movie on in front of me and said that the, it was from the 80s or from the 70s, I would have no reason not to believe you. At least based on the trailer. Um, it does just kind of look like the Wicker Man. But it looks good, and I'm excited for it. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, uh, it's distributed by Neon, um, and they've had a pretty good track record. They have good taste, yeah, for the most so, part. Um, hopefully uh, it meets expectations. I think for Rotten Tomatoes, this will be an 82. Uh, 50. Fit? Really? I'm shooting low. I'm shooting low You think You think people are going to hate this one? Yeah. We go off of critical ratings, not, oh, uh, not yeah, audience I ratings. I put that one wrong. I don't care. Leave I me. mean, maybe it'll be a stinker, but I mean, that's a wild card. I, I said 78. I think, um, yeah. I I think it's I think it's probably going to be well received, but I think that it could also annoy critics that it's like just a seventies pastiche. But you know we'll see. Yeah. Um, opening weekend I said two million. I don't know how wide of a release this is getting yeah. really. So that's kind of a high ball for how lo- how small of a run it could I, be. I I went even higher and said five million. Eight hundred thousand. Honestly, you're probably going to be closest yeah. on that one. Yeah, I'm shooting. Right, I think I think I'm being generous. Well, uh, for collective rating, I said four. Uh, I said four and a half. I also said four and a half. I think we're. I'm gonna, all over I the think, place. I think we're going to like this, <laughs> this one. one. Yeah, you think the critics are going to hate this one, and it's going to do real bad in theaters, but we're going to love it. I think y'all are going to love it. I think um, you know. I think it's. I'm going to think it's all right. So that's why four point. Oh, you okay? You think that Ben and I are going to rate it five, and you're going to go lower? Yeah, I'm okay. going to keep it from being a golden pot. All right, we'll see. Oh, yeah. we'll, we'll we'll find out in just a couple of weeks. My tagline for this one was, uh, "What if we just made the Wicker Man again?" Mine is, "Oh shit, they went and made the Wicker Man again." <laughs> <laughs> Mine is wanky but good. Well, uh, next movie is. Skinnamarink. Oh wait, what about the additional comments? Oh, uh, did you have one? Did you have one? Yeah. Go for it. Is we go what? <laughs> <laughs> okay, we give me five. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's... Yeah. I for my additional comment, I did say the film will impress visually, but leave us a little flat on the story side. I can you see know. that. Calling my shot there. Uh, Skinner Inc. is next. This has had a bit of a viral trailer lately. Um, it got picked up by Shudder. Mm-hmm. IFC Midnight is distributing It's been it. doing very well on the indie circuit at the tail yeah. end of 2022. Um, the, the premise is two children wake up in the middle of the night to find their father is missing and all the windows and doors in their home have vanished. Very spooky aesthetics. Yeah, very uh, indie sort of uh, experimental kind of vibe, yeah. but I, I man, just it, hope it does look spooky. Something to grasp on with this one. Me too. Beyond the liminal, spooky at nostalgia atmosphere vibes, um, even though I love that stuff. Uh, yeah, the little bit I've read about it seems like the the goal is to sort of like try to capture the feeling of like being a very young child like, up late at night in, like, a dark and empty house, and it seems to to nail that based on the trailer. How much else is there going to be to it? We'll find out. Well, for Ron Tomatoes, I said 88. 78. I said 80. Um, Opening week box office, I said 6 million. 
Uh, I actually went low on this one, 1.5 million. Oh, wow. I, well, I mean, it depends on how wide. Yeah, we don't really know how wide of a release yeah. it's getting yet, so I don't know. I, I think we'll be lucky if it comes to the theater yeah. near us. Considering how viral the, that trailer has been, you know, I think if it gets a wide re- release... Six million is reasonable, but could be. You know, but it also it could like very well get a limited run. It's been the trailer's been going viral in like the niche corners of the internet yeah. that are that are interested in like yeah. indie art house horror. Sure. Yeah, I went with the uh, seven hundred thousand. I think with the shot with Shutter taking it up, like it's going to get more of a push on their platform, and where it's not going to get as much of a push in theaters. I hope not. I hope it does a more billion dollars. Yeah. Um, collective rating, I said 3.8. 4.5. I, I tried to account for the possibility that it might be a vibes movie without much of a, a narrative to grasp onto, yeah. just in case. I'm hoping for 4.5. My tagline was just spooky liminal spaces. Wanky but good again. Art House of Leaves. Ooh. Nice, nice. I hope so. Uh, for for my for my additional comments, I said has just as much potential to be this year's Mad God as it does to be my film of the year. Yep. We go, ooh, scary. <laughs> what is that? <laughs> is that your comment for everyone? No, just those two. Okay, there's a theme. Yeah. Oh yeah. man, that would be great if it was for everyone. <laughs> I mean, they're all we go, like what? they're all dumb random answers. Um, Okay, so the next movie is Infinity Pool, Pony the Pool. next uh, film from Brandon Cronenberg. Yes, boy. Um, we finally we, got a trailer for this in yeah, theaters recently. We predicted this one last year. Um, didn't come out, of course. Don't remember my prediction. We, uh, I don't remember it either. Uh, we didn't get it, and it got delayed a little bit. I think there was some uh, back and forth with the MPAA because they gave it an NC-17 and they had to figure out to cut stuff or to release it unrated. Um, but we're finally getting it. It's coming out on January 27th. The The premise is, while staying in an isolated island resort, James and M are enjoying a perfect vacation of pristine be- beaches, uh, exceptional staff, and soaking up the sun. But guided by the seductive and mysterious Gabby... They venture outside the resort grounds and find themselves in a culture filled with violence, hedonism, and untold horror. Um, this stars Alexander Skarsgård, uh, Mia Goth, and Cleopatra Coleman. Alexander Skarsgård and Mia Goth, two of our favorites from uh, the films of 2022. Yeah, man, that trailer got me hyped. Dude, the trailer looks fucking awesome. It does. I'm very excited for this one. Looks like a great follow-up to uh, Possessor. I have high hopes for this one. Yeah. Couldn't agree more. 88. Um, I said 93. 92. We inadvertently inadvertently won. Price is right at each other. Um, opening weekend, I said 9 mil. Uh, 12 mil. One mil. Wow, man, you're really you're going the complete opposite of what you did hard, last year. Hard you're turn. doing like <laughs> I thought I lowballed a lot of these this year. Um well collective rating I said four and a half. Five, baby. Four. Ooh, it's gonna be another golden gonna be another golden pod, just like possessor. Interesting. We're gonna, I hope so. We're gonna come all over the place. I, I hope sure so. fucking hope so. My one liner was just eat the rich. 
Uh, bourgeois spring breakers. <laughs> fucked up. <laughs> um, I have no comments up. or anything. <laughs> my my additional comment was just uh, Mia Goth supremacy continues. Oh yeah, that's right. Cool mask. Cool mask. <laughs> Um, real real insightful this evening yeah um so our next film is knock at the cabin uh, boo. the new m night <laughs> the new m night movie uh coming out on february 3rd um the the premise is while vacationing at a remote cabin a young girl and her parents are taken hostage by four armed strangers who demand that the family make an unthinkable choice to avert the apocalypse with limited access to the outside world, the family must decide what they believe before all is lost. Um, starring Dave Bautista, Rupert Grint, and Jonathan Groff. And it's based on a book. Based on a book, yeah. Um, Just like old. I yeah, old is based a graphic on a graphic novel. novel which yeah. is good, because that means I already know the twist. Yeah. Uh, well, I actually do. We have seen the really? trailer. Really? Yeah. Have you read the book, or did yeah. you look it up? I looked it up. Oh. You well, fuck- I, I heard it in conversation. Okay. You dipshit. Don't spoil it. Yeah. We have seen the trailer for this. It's not um, good. The trailer looks... Uh, Mid. Boo. Da- Dave Batista is doing Dave something. Dave Batista's great, though. I like, love Dave lo- Batista. We love Dave Batista. I love Dave Batista. I don't know if it's enough to get me past my my uh, not liking of, of the... Yeah, M. Night, is, Cle- M. Night is Cleveland's nemesis. Yeah. So... <laughs> Um, Rotten Tomatoes, I said 83 for this one. 50. Whoa, you think it's going to be that high? I think it's going to be... 83, yeah. I mean, fucking M. Night movies tend to do really well on Rotten Tomatoes. Old do they? was pretty high, too, from Oof. what I remember. I old was a 50. I, I, didn't, I didn't realize it's that. Like I, s- oh. I, said, I said 65. I don't think it's going to be great, but I mean, not, also not terrible. Yeah. Uh, box office, I said 15 milli. Yeah, I looked up old, and I went a little bit higher because it's got Dave Bautista in it, and it's based off of, like, a different source source material that's not his. I know old also was, but, you know, there's less. Sure. This one's a little bit more accessible, so I went with 18 milli. I, I went the highest with 25 million. I think I think M. Night brings people to the theater, for better or worse, and uh, Big Dave is also a draw. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so for sure. Also, it's coming out in February. What movies is it competing with? Not much. People will go to the theaters for an M Night movie in February. Yeah, that's for not sure. much. The the Mario movie is coming out the week after. That. Oh, oh shit! Yeah. Okay, maybe I'm wrong. <laughs> wow. Um, so collective rating, I said three point two. Two point five. Cleve is going to rate this very low. Two. <laughs> you are correct. Yeah. yeah, I probably should have gone lower. Honestly, my bad. Uh, my tagline for this was just, Give me what I want, Hunter! Give me the apocalypse! <laughs> okay, that's a good one. Dumb. Um, mine is, Fun premise, bad dialogue, stupid twist. And my additional comments were was, uh, Cleve will hate this the most out of the three of us. Yeah, I, said, I, I think I think that's my, that's my, like the uh, easiest the easiest called shot. <laughs> to answer your, uh, uh, the two questions, my answers were dumb and nah. Yeah, I for my additional comment for this, I just said this will either be Clue's favorite M Night movie or the one that finally breaks him. I'm already broken. <laughs> yeah, I think Glass. I think Glass broke him. Glass yeah, really did it. Yeah. And Old just kicked my corpse. 
Like, well, that's the thing. Tired. You think you're broken now, but this movie has this potential one. This to one will either like revitalize you or shit in your chest cavity. <laughs> <laughs> Again, yeah. Uh, so the next movie is um, Winnie the Pooh: Blood and Honey. Um, yeah. This movie went a little viral because the uh, because the Winnie ooh. the Pooh story went public domain. What if, so. what if what if Winnie the Pooh was scary? Yeah, so uh, they're able to use this now new public domain uh, IP to make a horror movie. They're doing the same thing with the Grinch. Yeah, well, I saw I've that. Seen the Grinch. that. Yeah. yeah, not uh, even just the just the regular ass Grinch. Yeah. No, it doesn't look any worse than the Jim Carrey one. It looks no. the same. Like, you could have done something cool Design to make it look more least, monstrous. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. sorry. Back to Winnie the Pooh. Yeah, uh, the premise for this is Christopher Robin is headed off to college. He has abandoned his old friends, Pooh and Piglet, which lead to the duo embracing their inner monsters. Uh, this is coming out on February 15th. I did have box office predictions here, but I don't even know if this will get a wide release. Yeah, we, we can still do it just in case, but I think some of these probably won't get wide theatrical releases, so box office might be moot. Man, I I'm I must say I'm a little confused by like the log line for this movie combined with the trailer. It's talking about Christopher Robin leaving Pooh and Piglet behind, and they're pissed. But are they supposed to be like his actual like stuffed animal imaginary friends? Because the trailer makes it look like it's just two guys in masks. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I could. I honestly, I'm I confused so big, about what's like, happening here. It was <laughs> like too. just cool, like practical effects, like weird poo monster. Yeah, like pu- like puppets or something. That's the way you go with it. Yeah, uh, but that's clearly not what they're going for. I think I'm being generous with a 70. I said 60. Oh, I said I said 38. Yeah. I think this is gonna I think this is gonna suck. I think it's it's gonna be a little bit better than Rock Bottom just for the sake of novelty. But I think the movie's gonna be bad, and I don't think it's gonna do well critically. Yeah. Um, opening weekend, I said 300 thousand. I said two million. Seems high. I think it's going to put people in seats the first weekend. It's going to taper off dramatically after that. So I said as high as five. Wow. Okay. I think I'm being high. Yeah. If it gets if it gets a wide theatrical release, of course. Um, Collective rating. I said two point seven. Two. Three. A solid range there. Um, A solid range of two to three. Yes. (laughs) Uh, For the tagline for this, I just said more like Winnie the Pooh. But without an H. Oh, I see. Yeah, nice. Uh, what if something wholesome from your childhood was edgy? Looks like a gimmick movie, and I and I think that's that's about as far as it's gonna get. Yeah, I said this is for my additional comment. I, I I'm calling that it's gonna be bad, but hopefully it's at least funny or has some sick kills. Yeah, man. I'm I... gonna be really sad if this is just full of CG blood and crappy gore effects i think sick kills is like the only chance we really have of this being interesting at all because the trailer certainly doesn't make it look funny yeah sure does make it look like extremely grim dark winnie the pooh yeah i don't know who this movie is for <laughs> i just put the word three <laughs> <laughs> what 
Just reiterating that our collective rating will be a three. Oh, okay. Um, I think that's high. Yeah. I do too. Yeah, I, honestly, that would be a win for that movie, I think, if it, it got a collective rating of three. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so next movie is Cocaine Bear. Yeah. Um, which just had a trailer drop recently. And it's been all I've seen on my Twitter feed for the past yeah. week and a half. Uh, it, it did big, big viral, big likeies on yeah. the Twitter. Yeah. People are, people are going nuts for this bear. Yeah, just like it's going <laughs> nuts for cocaine. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, going Rotten nuts, Tomato- not uh, going nuts. It's, uh, it's two different things. Uh, it's uh, Ray Liotta's last film. Yes. Um, but this movie seems like pretty loaded with like cocaine. great character actors and cocaine and cocaine. Yeah. Uh, like O'Shea Jackson, Ice Cube's son, who's had a lot of really good roles lately. Uh, Margot Martindale from Justified and the Americans. Hey. Um, Carrie Russell. Um, Ray Liotta, of course. His last movie, if I understand. Yeah. Yeah. Is is it? I see here that it's directed by Elizabeth Banks. Is it that Elizabeth Banks? Yes, it's that Elizabeth Banks. What? <laughs> I don't know why. Why? I don't know why. Kind of makes what's, me worried. She has what's going on? Experience, she guess. does. Didn't she direct the uh, the Charlie's Angels remake a few years yeah. ago? Yeah, she did. Yeah, and that bombed pretty. It bad. bombed pretty bad. Mm-hmm. Um, well, this movie is coming out on the 24th. Um, I think of February. our earlier mention made it clear, so I won't go full in on the premise, but it's what if a bear stumbled upon cocaine and uh, the apex predator was very high on 500 pounds of cocaine. And it's based on a true story yes. from something that happened in Georgia in the 80s. Yep. Um, so Rotten Tomatoes, I said 40 for this. I said fifty-eight again for the novelty. I think I think it's gonna get like positive, positively like just rocked on Rotten Tomatoes. If like you know like going by like Twitter, going crazy over it and all the rest. Yeah, I think it's gonna get an eighty-one on Rotten Tomatoes. Whoa, okay. Um, and I also think it's gonna do like four million. I think it's it's gonna. I said fifteen million based off of the uh, the the virality of the trailer and just like the first week or two since it's dropped. I yeah. think this will put butts in seats. Yeah, so. it's a it's a crazy enough high concept premise. Yeah, I said eight and a half mil. I think it'll do decently well. I said for a collective rating, three point three, three, four. Okay, so we're gonna like it. I hope you're right. Yeah, me, me too. too. My my tagline was probably bad, but hopefully in a fun way. R.I.P. Ray Liotta. Yeah, my tag was. Uh, the bear does so much snow that you'd think it was a polar bear. Damn, good one. <laughs> That's going to be in the movie. There's going to be a line like that. Uh, I put, uh, unlike Blood and Honey, this looks like it's going to be a good gimmick movie. Uh, also about a bear. Also about a bear. Wow. <laughs> yeah. And uh, my additional comments are just, whoa, bear. <laughs> yeah, I said, uh, hopefully it's at least fun trash. Um, but the self-awareness of it all will probably be a little annoying. Well, we, really, we really said the same thing. Yeah. 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 Woo, bear. Yeah. yeah, that is the thing. Is like Based on the trailer, it's it's way jokier than I anticipated. Mm-hmm. So I hope it's I hope it's not too jokey. Yeah. We, get, we need that bear action. 
we need the bear action and also for it to be like i feel like genuinely fun it can't be like too nudge nudge wink wink mm-hmm. but we'll see. we'll see again i expect it to be bad but hopefully in a fun that said, way though, i wouldn't mind like a kangaroo jack rap sequence with the bear that doesn't even happen in kangaroo jack that was just in the trailer what yeah no yeah (laughs) did you not see kangaroo jack i watched it yeah i think i watched all the airplay the kangaroo never raps I, that I was, feel like there's like a 15 second dream sequence. No, no. What there is is there's a mid there's a mid credit sequence where it plays the exact snippet that they played in the trailer where the kangaroo raps. That is a no Man, part of the that actual movie. Is movie. Probably one of the worst cases of false advertising. Correct. The whole trailer was centered around the rapping kangaroo, yeah. and in the movie, it's just a regular kangaroo. Yeah. It doesn't rap. Fuck it's just up. a regular kangaroo. Fucked up for real. Alright, let's move on before I I, this old old wounds. Let's move on before I get too heated. About Kangaroo Jack. Jack. Um okay, next movie is Scream Six. Uh no plot synopsis, but it's another Scream movie by the same guys who did uh this year's Scream. Twenty twenty two Scream. And uh Ready or Not. Yeah, uh Radio Silence is their directorial duo name uh it's written by uh james vanderbilt who wrote the movie zodiac weird Um, but also this year's scream yeah and guy Busick, who also wrote scream and ready or not this is starring courtney cox jenna ortega hayden panettiere from the fourth, I believe she's in four. Oh yeah and samara weaving's in and samara weaving oh yeah from ready or not um this is coming out on march 10th so I'm I'm excited for this. Yeah, I really I'm generally optimistic I for this really one. I really loved uh, the one in 2022. Um, it didn't end up on any of my lists, but it was very fun. Solid, yeah. yeah. Um, Ron Tomatoes, I'm gonna say 83. Oh shit, I'm underballing you with that 81. 76. All right. Well, opening weekend, I'm gonna say 20 mil. 20 mil. <laughs> 18 mil. Yeah, well, we're close. Uh, I think collect- the Scream this year, I think, did around 16 mil. Okay. So, I felt, or or did 20 mil. I forget. It's, I, I don't no remember. Anyway, it's been I, a long I time since we talked about it. Somewhere safe between the two. Yeah, yeah, I feel like anywhere between, like, 15 and, like, 20 million is a, is a safe bet yeah. for this one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, collective rating, I said four. Four. <laughs> Oh, so four. Oh, well. All right, well, <laughs> nobody wins Not that one. Not quite a prediction, man. Um, okay, so. And, and to be clear, we all, we did all make our predictions ahead of time before meeting tonight. Separately, so it's, yes. Separately. So it's completely coincidental that we, that we picked yeah. that close. My tag for this was just, it's time to let Courtney Cox retire. Mine was another Scream movie, I guess. I didn't even scream once. <laughs> okay, I'm going to call my shot for this one. Okay. I think Samara Weaving is going to be the killer, and that's going to be the most memorable part of the movie. Okay. Wow. Yeah. So. I think she's going to go through real Bold, hardship. not even knowing uh, even a little bit about the plot synopsis. Nope. But you know what? I respect it. And when you turn out to be right, it's going to be all the more impressive. Mm-hmm. 
I think that uh, this is a great writing group. I've liked everything they've done. Great direction as well. Um, uh, I think this is going to be a big misstep on their part, and it's going to get too meta. Oh, you think so? Yeah, I think I think that they're going to get too confident, and they're kind of forget like why their other stuff was good. I that's why not. that's why I I'm went just, a, like you know kind of seeing. That's why I went a little bit lower on the Rotten Tomatoes score too, because I think it's going to be good and well received, but also like the diminishing returns of following up scream with just another scream i will say you know it, the one thing they can do for this that's just laid out in front of them so easy is just make fun of halloween kills and like oh. the the legacy requel sequel yeah um you know it's been 30 years that's true you know that's true um so we'll see that would be a layup yeah so next movie is renfield oh Looks so good. Uh, directed by Chris McKay, who directed the Lego Batman movie, uh, and written by uh, Robert Kirkman, the legendary comic writer, uh, author of the Walking Dead series, as well as Invincible, um, as well as Ryan Ridley, who uh, wrote Community and Rick and Morty. Uh, Rick and Morty. Um, yeah. Um, so this movie, the premise is Renfield has grown sick and tired of his centuries as Dracula's lackey. The Dracula's hen- lackula. The henchman finds a new lease on life, and maybe even redemption, when he falls for feisty, perennially uh, angry oh, traffic cop Rebecca Quincy. Uh, starring Nicolas Cage as Dracula, uh, Nicholas Holtz as Renfield, Aquafina, and Ben Schwartz. This is coming out April 14th. Um, pretty excited about this one based solely on the fact that Nick Cage is playing Dracula. Yep. Yeah. That's really all I, that's, that's my that's all sole I need. point of interest on this one. Uh, for Rotten Tomatoes, I think it's going to be a 65. Uh, 83. I think it's, I think it's going to be well received. I hope so. Uh, opening weekend, I said 23 million. 28 million. Eight. Wow, low, low balling. Okay. Well, I uh, well, I looked at unbearable weight of massive, massive talent. It's around the same. I think actually, it's a little bit lower. I think uh, unbearable weight was seven. Wow, so really? Yeah, I could be wrong. I, it was a while when I looked up all that stuff, but I I did do comparisons across the. That's board. fair. That's fair. Uh, well, I mean, after fucking up last, the, the entire year last time, I, I don't want to be a little little careful about it. <laughs> for collective rating, I said three for this one. Uh, I said 3.8. I think we'll probably enjoy this one. Four, yeah. I think we're going to like it. For taglines, additional comments, I said this should be called Nick Cage's Dracula. Um, And it'll probably be a mostly lame comedy with a few horror elements in the background. Balls deep. That's where this movie is going to go. It's going to go balls deep. My tagline was just Nick Cage's Dracula. Come on. <laughs> uh, my uh, my additional prediction is Nick Cage does a weird Nick Cage look thing into a mirror, but there's no reflection. Ooh, that's that, a good that's prediction. a pretty good one. Yeah, honestly, really... feels like a safe bet. Now that you mention <laughs> <Yeah>. it. <laughs> okay, no, so my Nick Cage. Yeah. How um, now? Here's my question before we move on, real quick. How how uh, reminiscent of like the tone of what we do in the shadows? Do you think this is going to be? Oh, I feel I like think it'll be aping it. I think yeah. it probably will too. 
I'm okay with that. As long as it's not aping uh, the song from the Munsters, I am a Lego bat. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Stop reminding me of the Munsters. I, I'm, ha- I'm haunted by it. It just keeps coming back up. Yeah. Anyway, next movie. So next movie is Evil Dead Rise. Uh, this is the long-awaited Evil Dead uh, sequel. Requel, reboot, whatever you want to whatever. call it. Whatever. Um, it was going to come out last year, uh, but WB seems to be confident in it, where it was originally going to be an HBO exclusive. They uh, decided they wanted to give it a theatrical run. Oh, shit. That's why. I didn't know that. Yeah, so this is written and directed by Lee Cronin, who directed Hole in the Ground, uh, that A24 horror movie from a couple years ago. Oh, um, and starring Alyssa Sutherland and Lily Sullivan. Uh, the premise is road wary. Beth pays an overdue visit to her older sister, Ellie, who's raising three kids on her own in a cramped LA apartment. But the sister's reunion is cut short by the discovery of a mysterious book deep in the bowels of Ellie's building, which gives rise to flesh possessing demons and thrusts the sisters into a primal battle for survival as they're faced with the most nightmarish version of a family imaginable. This comes out April 21st. Um, I'm looking forward to this. All of the Evil Dead franchise stuff has been fun, at least. Yeah. You know, I mean, I haven't seen any of Ash vs. Evil Dead. I've seen but a few the, episodes. All the movies. And I thought it was alright. It's not, like, amazing. But I, did, I only watched a couple episodes. Maybe it gets better after that. I know Samara Weaving is one of the main characters in the show. Oh. Which is pretty cool. I'm, I guess, looking forward to it more now. Uh, when I just heard they're doing another Evil Dead movie, I was like, no, thank you, bad. Uh, especially after, like, the last one, which I didn't see. Maybe it's good, but... The Fede Alvarez remake is pretty good. Yeah, it's it's actually... Did, uh, Don't Breathe. It's actually one of the one of the better like horror remakes of yeah. the last decade well, or so. Well, I don't know why I'm being so stinky, but I gave it a 65 on Rotten Tomatoes. I, I mean, I didn't give it much higher, 72. I said 86. Wow, okay. This will do well. I hope you're right. I um, hope you're right. I think this will do really well box office too. I, I think, do too. Uh, 32 mil. Wow, I said 18 mil. I said 15.5 mil. I think it'll do decently but not amazing yeah for collective rating i said 4.2 three and a half three low balling um my tag was uh, evil dead rises to the occasion of continuing the evil dead <laughs> legacy um and i said that it'll probably be more comedic than the original uh the initial trailers make it seem um, it'll also probably be way more bloody than we expect. Uh, my tagline was Evil Dread. Nice. That's that's a good one. And then D-R-E-D-D. Yeah. A hole in my brain. It's like a hole in the ground. Oh. Oh, because of the director. To put one. Yeah, yeah. Um, some practical's not good. I hope it's good. I hope uh, I hope I'm wrong, especially now if WB is like that faithful in it. That seems good. I I I hope for good things. I'm not gonna get my expectations too high for this one, um, but I mean that's the thing. Like with all of these movies, I hope they're all good. 
Of course. You know, but... I have higher hopes for some than others, though. We'll see. Uh, So the next movie is Meg 2, The Trench. I feel like we've predicted this for, like, the last three years. Uh, Definitely. (laughs) At least the last year, yeah. yeah. This is directed by Ben Wheatley. Weird. uh, Of In the Earth, Kill List, and Free Fire fame. Uh, It's a sequel to the original Meg, uh, starring Jason Statham. Uh, with the same writers. I think this is based on a book series, I want to say. <laughs> it's the Mega Book Series? So. Really? Weird. Yeah. Uh, this is, is it like a Chinese book series? Something like that, yeah. Uh, this is coming out August 4th. Um, so for Rotten Tomatoes, I said 71. I said 68. I thought the last Meg was okay. I don't expect this one to be better. <laughs> I think people want a big shark. I'm saying 83. Okay. I, I mean... I want a big shark. Yeah. Yeah. Me too. The first Meg was fun. It was it was okay. Yeah. Uh I said opening weekend box office of sixteen million. Fifteen million. I went off of the the first Meg and dropped it down to a hundred million. <laughs> Man, I hope it does that opening the first weekend. Meg was like 150 million or something ridiculous. Opening, opening weekend? weekend? Probably or not. I probably I don't wrong. think so. That was probably total. I, yeah. I couldn't but, find an opening weekend. It's hard when you're doing the opening weekend. That would uh Hey. I hope the Meg the Meg yeah, 2 does 100 million opening Fuck, weekend. That'd be so um, funny. Collective rating I said 3. Uh 3.3. 3. Uh 4. Go big shark. Um, for tagline and additional comments, I said, Meg 2, this time the shark has a gun. Man, I fucking wish. Um, but yeah, I think Ben Wheatley will try to do something different with this movie, but it'll ultimately end up being a bit of a missed opportunity due to production constraints. Uh, my tagline is, I still don't know why Ben Wheatley is directing this. Um, and my additional comment slash predictions is that there will be two or more Megs in this one. <laughs> Wet. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> Cleveland is spot on. Yes. That is a guaranteed. This will be a wet one. <laughs> and uh, also just an addition. Uh, I don't know. I never saw the first one. <laughs> yeah, we did this one without you. Yeah. Um, okay, so next movie is The Last Voyage of the Dementor. The Demeter. The Demeter, you're right. Yeah, not the, not the soul-sucking ghosts from Harry Potter. Yeah. <laughs> the Last Voyage of the Demeter. It should be the Dementor. That's spookier, if you ask me. Bonus. Uh, the premise is the merchant ship Demeter chartered to carry 50 unmarked wooden crates from Carpathia to London... Uh, only for its doomed crew to endure strange events, stalked each night by a merciless presence on board the ship. The Demeter eventually arrives off the shores of England as a charred, derelict wreck with no trace of the crew. Very spooky, based on a Bram Stoker story. Ben has listed uh, that Javier Botet plays Dracula in this one, yes. so I think and we... he's that really tall, spooky-looking dude from like the It movies. 
Yeah, he was in. Uh, he's we we've talked about him before. He is a lot of the uh, tall, skinny monsters in yeah. movies. He's the possessed girl at the end of Wreck. He is Mama in Mama. He was the uh, xenomorph in Alien Covenant. Uh, he's the the yeah the scary picture, the scary portrait lady from It. Uh, if there's a tall, skinny monster in a movie from the last. 10 to 15 years, it's either Doug Jones or Javier Botat. <laughs> well, uh, this movie is directed by Andre Overdahl, who did uh, Troll Hunter, uh, The Autopsy of Jane Ooh. Doe, as well as uh, Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark. Troll yeah. Hunter, very good. Um, so a bit of a career behind him at this point. I'm, I'm, what I'm assuming is considering the casting of Dracula, that it's Javier Botet, that we're going to get a more uh, Nosferatu sort of creature style Dracula mm-hmm. rather than a. Uh, a Dracula. Like a, a handsome, sexy, suave Dracula. Yeah. 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 We're getting. We're, getting, we're not getting uh, Bela Lugosi. No, no. We're, we're getting Max Shrek. Yeah. yeah. We're getting Shrek. Yeah, yeah. Uh, this comes out August 11th. Uh, for Rotten Tomatoes, I said 80. Uh, I said 70. I think that this is a great premise. I think it's if it's going to have a Dracula monster, I think people are going to want to see it. Um, I think uh, I'm thinking 88. Wow, okay. that's pretty I high. Have pretty high expectations for this one. Opening weekend, I said 10 mil. 12 mil. You know, I looked at some of the other films, and uh, I don't think it's got the same power. Is scary story, so I knocked it down a bit to twenty mil. <laughs> so okay, we'll see. I don't think I knocked it enough, but well, uh, I'm. I'm who, I mean, who it. knows? Yeah. Uh, August is kind of a. It's like the end of summer, going into spooky season. That is when August so, is. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's a it's an interesting time to release horror movies. I yeah, feel like definitely. it can go either way. It's depending a lot what it's I mean, going up against. Horror as a genre is more healthy box office wise than ever. True. So. Um, for collective rating, I said 3.8. I also said 3.8. Get out of my head. It's got Dracula at sea. I'm giving it a 4.5. I think we're going to really get, get okay. for this one. I hope so. Yeah. I hope so, too. Uh, for the tag, I said, the real horrors are the friends we make along the way. Just kidding. It's actually scurvy. Uh, my tagline was, remember the boat scene in Morbius? What if it was competently made? It'll Demeter my expectations. I'll allow it. <laughs> the next movie on our list is The Exorcist. Uh, reboot, cool, sequel, reboot thing that David Gordon Green is doing. Uh, you know, and, ha- and Halloween the, crew. Yeah, coming off the Halloween trilogy, they decide to desecrate another Ooh, legendary stop, make your own shit. series. Um, this one's premise, the father of a possessed child seeks out the aid of Chris McNeil, whose daughter, Reagan, survived a similar possession in the 1970s, coming out October 13th, (sighs) uh, starring Leslie Odom Jr., Ellen Burstyn, and Anne Dowd. Wow, they actually got Ellen Burstyn back. I want to die. Yeah. Uh, let's just get through this one. Uh, Rotten Tomatoes, 50. Uh, I said 68. I said, It'll probably be decently received, but not great. I said 34. 
Oh yeah. Okay. I don't. Think I respect it's that. Do great. Um, opening weekend. I think it's going to do well at the box office, though. I said twenty-four mil. I said thirty mil for the same reason. It's coming out mid-October. It is uh, just right. called The Exorcist. It's a recognizable horror franchise. People will go see this one, whether it's good or not. I I think it will get butts in seats. Fuck, I think you're right. I shouldn't have put one million. Yeah, that I I can go ahead and tell you you fucked up on that one. Yeah, <laughs> it will do fly. better than one million opening weekend. Yeah, yeah, that's that's for sure. I ain't gonna fly. Um, collective rating, I said 1.3. Uh, 2.7. Show a little high with a 3. Hey, I hope so. Uh, yeah, yeah, man, I hope it's better than a 3. My tag is just, please exercise this movie from my life. My tagline is, oh god, 40 years again. (laughs) (laughs) Another one? Uh, my, my additional comments, I just said, these guys are one for three in terms of horror equals. My confidence is diminished. Yeah, I said it's gonna be hot garbage, hot, hot garbage. The exorcism scene will probably have some cool practical effects, though. Hey, there you go. That's probably true. I just put no. (laughs) Alright, moving on. Moving on to a movie that's a bit more exciting, in my opinion, uh, and that's Saw X. I don't know. Saw 10. I don't know about that. The 10th installment of the Saw franchise, directed by Kevin Gruder, who did Saw 6 and 7. Starring Tobin Bell. Two of the bad returning. ones. Tobin Bell. We're getting Tobin not, Bell. Not only Tobin Bell, but also Shawnee Smith, yeah. who uh, is Amanda in yeah. Saw 2 and 3, oh. and uh, a couple of the other. Yeah. Well, his his protege, his original protege in the chronology of when the films were released. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I really wrote that. That's important. That's important to define because in, later in the movies we find out that Hoffman was actually his protege before Amanda. Whatever. The timeline gets pretty fucked. It's fucking stupid. But, uh, I can't believe there's gonna be another one of these. Ten I'm movies. excited. Oh <clears throat> yeah. Uh, Rotten Tomatoes, I said 13. Yeah, I said 48. I don't think it'll be 13 abysmal, but I don't think it's gonna be good. I think people want Tobin Bell. Uh, I, I put 79. God, I hope so. Uh, opening weekend, I said 34 mil. I said 35 mil because I think Cleve is right. People want Tobin Bell. And again, yeah. this comes out the weekend uh, before Halloween. So it will be the, the spooky season movie of next year, probably. Uh, so I think it will do well in the box office. I yeah. think it's going to be bad, though. One that I bumped it up a little bit from Spiral, so I gave it 40 million. That's God, I hope that's so. a comfortable bet too. I think um, honestly, mm-hmm. collective rating I said one point eight. Uh, two, four. You're you're real optimistic. Yeah, about this one I'm, I'm optimistic. Talked about it. Most of the other ones, like I kind of play it like a little bit one way, a little bit the other. Mm-hmm. So like if I lose one, I could get the other. But on this one, all in baby. But on this one, you're yeah. gonna let it oh, spin yeah. like it's a spiral. Soft. I'm gonna let it spin like a spiral. Do a number two with my rifle. Just take a big old shit. Yep. Yeah, but a proud one. Like this movie is probably going to do. Nah, nah, it's gonna. It's gonna Tobin to Tobin Bell is like eighty five years yeah. old. Oh, I know, dude. He can't My. do anything. Well, and it's the fact and the fact that the fact that Shawnee Smith is back too means that this is for sure gonna be like chronologically somewhere within Just like the first the first three or four Saw movies. 
So they're going to be trying to make him seem much younger than he actually is. Yeah, one of my backwards again. One of my additional predictions is I think Carrie Elwes is going to show up again. You think like so? He did like you did in Saw 7. He's, a, he's not a good actor, but I hope he does. Um, uh, that would um, be great. My my tag is John Kramer is now a cyborg. Deal with it. <laughs> Man, I wish. Dude, no, I, I put, yeah, all caps, robot slash AI Tobin Bell. Hype, hype, hype. Not gonna happen. Uh, my tagline was, at least Jigsaw is back, I guess. And then my additional comments was, it will be uh, it will be worse than the various ideas for Saw sequels that we've pitched on this show. Very funny. Yeah, I actually put that I am Nostradamus, my script that I, because I, I didn't just predict something. I then went on and wrote, like, a whole Google Doc of all the ideas for all the traps that could be in a cool laser saw movie mine was saw 3000 instead of saw 10 which is a much better name uh and uh saw 10 being a better name but uh yeah my my script apart from that my script will be 100 percent accurate laser saw traps i hope you're right like, yeah i want it let it be i hope you're right and he's a robot now and that's the direction this franchise yeah, needs to go that'd be sick. let's bring it home uh my my additional comment was with kevin gruder at the helm this will be much worse than spiral but it'll also be a lot more fun. So. so that's all it needs to be. I hope that's true. Yeah. yeah. I hope that's true. So the next movie is the Toxic Avenger. Uh, they're doing a reboot. I think we've um, also predicted this one at least once, if not twice. Yeah, I think we predicted it last year, but it uh, got delayed. Um, after a terminally ill janitor ex- uh, attempts to rob the company he works for, following his greedy employer's refusal to pay for his treatment, he falls into a vat of toxic waste, becoming a deformed superhero who seeks to protect his son and community while getting back to those who wronged him. Written and directed by Macon Blair, a Jeremy Saulnier regular, mm-hmm. um, as an actor, that is. Uh, but he also directed I Don't Feel at Home in This World Anymore. Which, which I, I thought, thought was, was pretty, pretty good. good. Yeah. Um, this movie starring Peter Dinklage, Jacob Tremblay... Kevin Bacon, Elijah Wood, Jane Levy, Taylor Page, Macon Blair, and Lloyd Kaufman. Um, I'm pretty excited about this one. Likewise. Um, I said for Rotten Tomatoes, 65. Oh, Uh, I said 85. I think this is going to be a darling. I bet 81. I feel like people are always a little pretentious about being too good for trauma movies yeah but it's not gonna be a trauma movie it's going it's going to be it's going to be a artsier reimagining of a trauma movie and that sounds pretentious but i think it i based on the people involved i think it has a lot of potential to be really good i like macon blair as an actor and as a creative I just rewatched Green Room for like the millionth time the other day, and he's so good in that. He's incredible oh, yeah. in that movie. Um, opening weekend, I said six mil. I said eighteen million. If this gets a wide theatrical release, I think a lot of people are going to go see it. Yeah. I hope so, at least. Yeah, I will. Um, I thought you know it's a it's a long lasting IP. Uh, so I went kind of niche though. Yeah, it is true. So niche. So yeah, I went in between that with ten million. I think y'all are probably closer, honestly. I think I, I'm just being optimistic. Yeah, I hope so, though. For collective rating, I said four and a half. I said four. 4.5. I think yeah. it's going to be... Both of y'all in line. All right. Um, for my tag, I said, what if Troma was good? <laughs> Question mark. Um, Troma is good. Yeah. Um, for additional comments, I said this will probably end up in my top five of the year. 
and the tone will be similar and remind us of stuff like the Greasy Strangler and Come to Daddy. I can see all of that. Uh, my tagline is pretty lame. It's just, I like all the people involved in this. It'll probably be pretty good. <laughs> Slippery. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Accurate. Yeah. Just like the Migos song. Mm-hmm. <laughs> R.I.P. to oh, take, off. Uh, take off. Uh, next movie is. Oh, uh, you have I'll, anything? Just also a note. Uh, no additional predictions because I've never seen the original all the way through. I haven't either, actually. Mm-hmm. I'll need, I need this to remedy that before this one comes out. We might out. have to cover that for the podcast. It'll be fun. Mm-hmm. I've seen like the watermelon headshot. You know, yeah, I mean, of course, I've seen. seen I've seen everybody's seen that, but. Yeah. Uh, well, the next movie is uh, a movie we predicted last year as well, Disappointment Boulevard, um, written and directed by Ari Aster, um, starring Joaquin Phoenix, Amy Ryan, Parker Posey, Patti Lapone. The premise is an intimate, decades-spanning portrait of one of the most successful entrepreneurs of all time. You want to try decades again? You're good. You're good. Shut the fuck up. Yeah, okay. I hope this one actually it does come out. Okay. I hope this actually does come it. out next year <laughs> because uh, the last I heard, the reason this movie got delayed uh, from this year is because Ari Aster is in a deadlock with the studio because the current cut of the film is three and a half hours long. They want him to shorten it, and he doesn't want to shorten it. Yeah. So <laughs> we'll see who we'll see who wins that. Yeah. Uh, Rotten Tomatoes, I said 81. Uh, I said 88. I think uh, people, myself included, like Ari Aster, and uh, people like these uh, uh, decade-spanning character dramas, I think. 85. People really like Ari Aster. Yeah. Me included. Uh, opening weekend, I said 40 million. I said thirty-two. I really? definitely. I think it'll be up there. Yeah. Well, I thought. Uh, you know, I looked at. I looked at Midsummer, and it did around twenty-seven, if I remember correctly. So I put twenty on this one because I don't know. Hmm. I mean, I think if anything, it, so I probably went a little low. I think if anything, Midsummer's success, especially following Hereditary success, will make it more likely for people to go see this. I hope so we'll I, see. I, I we'll really see. Like yeah. I also think Joaquin Phoenix, like post Joker, this movie looks like he's going to be doing some Jokery things. Base- <laughs> what are you basing that off of? It's called Disappointment Boulevard and it's about an entrepreneur. <laughs> and it's directed by Ari Aster. <laughs> and we have no trailer. We know nothing other than that log line. It's about an entrepreneur starring Walking Fix. So he's the entrepreneur and it's called Disappointment Boulevard. So he's gonna be it's gonna be a long span of his life being disappointed in an Ari Aster directed movie. He's which, gonna do Which Joker-y equals things. Joker, okay. Which equals some jokery things. Alright. I think it's gonna put some more people in seats. Uh, collective rating, I said 4. Uh, I said 4.7. I said 4.5. Wow. I basically predicted that two of us will rate it 5, and one of us will be a slight stinker and give it a 4.5. That's what I'm going for. For my tag and comment, I said, the the tagline was, give me the four-hour cut, you cowards. But then in my, my additional comments, I said, in hindsight, I probably won't want the four-hour cut. Uh, and I'll probably think that this movie should have been a miniseries instead. Hmm. Uh, my tagline is Ari Aster's Citizen Kane. Joaquin Penis. <laughs> 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 that 
That doesn't mean anything. No, it's a prediction. Okay. Do you think we'll see it yeah. in the movie? Yeah. You think he's gonna you think Joaquin's gonna hang dong? Yeah. Alright, I hope so. That's my prediction, is Joaquin penis. Alright. I hope so. Uh if more, I have additional comments. Uh it will be disappointing but good. I don't know what I meant when I typed that. Um uh, I also do agree. I think I think that the director's cut of Midsummer got like a lot of uh coverage and i think it had like one more scene mids the director's no the director's cut of, cut of midsummer, midsummer had... was worse than the theatrical cut in my opinion yeah I'm, I, the scenes uh... that it added added context that was unnecessary and you know that was i agree it was unnecessary but i thought all of the scenes were good yeah i think i think that ari aster is probably should probably be listening to feedback in some capacity i don't know i feel like that's a really long span of time to run your film that's not how long film should be. You are but a man. You cannot sway the bladders of the, the people. I mean, just last week, we were talking about how RRR justifies its three and a half hour run time. I did watch so. RRR in one, se- in one sitting. I watched it oh, in two. Oh, Yeah, well, you're, point. I mean, that... I watched it, yeah, I watched it, took a break, and came back to it. After you know, I mean, you did part. still literally say that it justifies its runtime, whether you yeah, watch it, it one sitting or not. It, but I'll watch you it. also watch ninety-minute <laughs> movies in multiple sittings. You're not, you are not the template for what we're talking about, <laughs> Cleveland. No, I just have, I'm allowed to have an opinion, though. Yeah, sure you are. Yeah, we. That's what this entire podcast is: is us giving our opinions. <laughs> we're not taking your opinion away from you. <laughs> Uh, we're just saying that you're not the everyman because you're not. What's true. next, Ben? I'm, I'm no, no cleave is an island. <laughs> it's true. True words have never been said. Uh, oh, the good shit. Yeah, next movie is Robert Eggers' Nosferatu. It's Nosferatu, but directed by Robert Eggers. I don't think I really need to explain. Um, Bill Skarsgård, Nicholas Holt, Lily Rose Depp all been confirmed to be in it at one point harry styles was gonna be and anya taylor joy yeah well we it's it was like a trade we got a good trade-off and a bad trade-off we got Mm -hmm. bill skarsgård instead of harry styles which is good but we got lily rose depp instead of anya anya taylor joy which is bad i think yeah and also Nicholas Holt. I, I'll just jump to my comment, which is, wait, Nicholas Holt is in two Dracula movies this year? Pretty cool. He's cornering the market. How the Dracula market. Here, do you think he is also Renfield in Nosferatu? Do you think he's Renfield in both movies? That would be insane. I, I think he might be Dracula. No, Bill Skarsgård is Dracula. It's gotta be Dracula. He's probably he's probably Jonathan Harker. Yeah, he's probably Harker. Mm. Yeah, it'd be funny if he was Renfield. It'd be funny if he was Renfield in both movies. It's funny him being Renfield and Parker. Like that's 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 yeah. That's what I'm saying. It's funny. It's weird that Nicholas Holt is in two Dracula movies in the same year. (laughs) Both probably tonally could not be more different. Yeah, (laughs) seriously. Rotten Tomatoes, I said 91 for this. Uh, 92. I also said 91. Wow, We're all... you bitch. Look at all of us. <laughs> um, the fucking op- echo chamber. Yeah, opening rings. weekend, I said 9 mil. I said 23 mil. I said I, 15 I think... milli. Why do you think that, Tease? I don't know. I think at this point, like, Robert Eggers has enough clout to put the right kinds of people in the theater opening weekend. Not, like, enormous, but enough. I mean, 
Maybe I'm wrong. No, I, I hope I, I hope it 12. does 23 million. Yeah, the Northman kind of bombed, and I know he's looking to do a smaller scale movie. Well, I know he's I know he's doing smaller scale. The Northman did end up turning a profit. Uh, yeah. it didn't do great in theaters. But with the VOD release, like it did, it did end up. Uh, sure, but uh, we're talking making its money. Weekend, of course, so. of course, of course. And maybe I'm a little high at 23 million, but I'm yeah. being optimistic. I hope so. Yeah, uh, collective rating. I said five. Five. I also said five. Well, yeah. I don't uh, think I don't think we've given Robert a Robert Eggers movie less than a five on the podcast. I think it's a safe bet. <laughs> yeah. Uh, my tag was the one person scary enough to play Nosferatu without makeup, Bill Skarsgård. Uh, my tagline is Robert Eggers Nosferatu. Suck me dry. <laughs> and additionally, keep on sucking. <laughs> my yeah, additional boy. comment was if this comes out in 2023, it probably shouldn't have. Give Robert Eggers some time some to more cook. more time. Yeah, I could see this one getting pushed to yeah. 2024. Yeah. I, I mean, the Northman just came out. So. Yeah. Um, okay, on to the next. Uh, Arachnophobia. Uh, remake of the 90s Arachnophobia. Written and directed by Christopher Landon. Produced by James Wan and Steven Spielberg. I like a lot of the people involved in this one. Yeah, it could be very cool. I like the people, not the subject matter. We know. Yeah. Uh, Rotten Tomatoes, I said 81. Uh, I said 74. I said no. Okay, well, you lose. <laughs> Opening weekend, I said 19 million. 20 million. I said no thanks. Well, <laughs> you're just you're just giving up on this one, I guess. I'm just Co- opting out. Collective rating, I said 3.3. I said 3.5. I said no. <laughs> yep. Yeah, uh, for the tagline, I just put the movie that Cleveland boycotts. Uh, for my tagline, I said arachnophobia again. I don't know. I haven't seen the original. I don't know what this movie is going to be like. I just said no. <laughs> my additional I'm comment. My additional comment. I said my collective r- rating prediction is based off of me and Ben solely, since Cleveland refuses to see it. Yeah, my additional comment was just. Cleve will refuse to be on this episode, citing either sickness or work obligations. I'm just going to not go. I'm going to say no because I don't like spiders. <laughs> I don't want to look at spider faces for two hours the size of, of trucks. I don't. All I want is, is to not look at that. And that's it. And I think, I think it's really cool that James Wan and Steven Spielberg are teaming up. I think that's really neat. And I, I'm really happy for that. I'm not happy for how this movie is going to like put spider faces in my periphery for a couple of months. I don't, I really, I'm not looking forward to that uh, at all. There's going to be trailers for it. I'm going to have to deal with. I'm not pleased. Not how pleased many, how many macro shots do you think we'll get in the trailer? I mean, the fucking, the fucking title card was a, was a macro shot of a spider face. That was a shot from the original movie. Oh, well. That was a press release shot. Well, it sucks. I don't like it. It's going to be more of that. uh, I'm also adding to my additional prediction is that this movie will not have uh, even a fraction of the number of close-up shots of spider faces that Cleveland is afraid it will have. Yeah. Most likely. I don't know. I'm looking forward to it. 
Uh, yeah, I, I haven't seen the original Arachnophobia. I really don't know what to expect. Christopher Landon's, Christopher Landon's stuff recently has been good. I've enjoyed both Happy Death Day movies and Freaky and uh, James Wan and Steven Spielberg being involved. I don't know to what degree. I like both of them. So, yeah, I hope it's good. I, I really have nothing to base that off of, but I hope it's good. Yeah. Uh, well, moving on, uh, we have a couple more movies left. Uh, the next is Necrocosm, the new Pandos yeah, Cosmatos movie. Yeah, boy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, premise is a phantasmagorical fantasy nightmare set deep within a strange galaxy where two lovers are torn apart as they try to so- uh, survive a malevolent invasion. Um, yeah, written and directed by Cosmatos. Uh, I said 90 for Rotten Tomatoes. 91, get prices right. Um, I said 82. I did see that Mandy still sits at a 90 on Rotten Tomatoes, but uh, based off of the tagline of uh, a film set in a strange galaxy involving two lovers, I think that's going to be weird enough to alienate some people. Uh, so I think it's going to be less well-received than Mandy, but I'm very excited about it. I'm very it. excited, too. I'm uh, very excited. It's going to be distributed by A24. I mean, of course. Just like Mandy. Uh, opening weekend, I said 15 milli. 14 million. You and I have been, like, one apart yeah. <laughs> on box office predictions for, like, the last six or seven. <laughs> I think it's going to get picked up by, like, Shutter or something. Get out um, of my head. Uh, I think... Uh... I think eight hundred thousand. Oh, that's more what Manny did. Yeah, but it had a limited opening I think before going wide. Collective rating. I think we're all gonna love it. I think it's gonna be a five. Oh uh, yeah, same. Uh, four point seven. Yeah. Um, for tags, uh, I said Cosmatos enters the cosmos. This movie will be narratively light, but big on space psychedelia. Yum, yum, yummy colors and swimmy grain. Uh, I said blood machines if it was actually good. Ooh, nice. I can see that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. I gotta hope so. Well, um, that would be that would be so great. I wish blood machines had been good. I, yeah, me yeah. too. It was bad. It was really bad. Um, well, next movie is uh, Five Nights at Freddy's. It's finally happening. According Woo. to Jason Bloom. I think we predicted this one last year, too. We did. Yeah. Maybe the year before. Jason Blum uh, officially announced that it's, you know, in production now. Uh, he's shared some pictures of people from the Henson Company, including the Henson Son, working on animatronics for the movie. That's um, interesting. Not uh, Brian Henson. Yeah. Yeah. It's Five Nights at Freddy's. Yes. Uh, 55 for Rotten Tomatoes. 35. I think it's going to be bad, and think, critics are going to hate it. Yeah, I, I hit 60 playing it safe. Even still. Yeah. Yeah, you I, end up being the highest. Yeah. I don't think it's going to be super great. I think it'll do amazing at the box office, though. I said 40 million. 28 million. I do think it will do well. The kids love the Five Nights. Yeah. I think it'll do... Well, but I don't think it'll do that well uh, because of the rating on it. Uh, it's it's going to be four million. 
I think this will be a PG-13 movie. I think Ben's probably right. Yeah. Make it, uh, because they know that their primary audience is, is kids and preteens, yeah. so make it easier for them to see it. Yeah. I think it'll be, I definitely, I think it'll be PG-13 rather than R. I think you're right, Ben. Mm. I think this will be a collective rating of 3.2. Oh, no. 1.8. <laughs> I think it's going to surprise us with the puppets, so I went a little higher with the 3.5. Yeah, I said for this one, uh, they spent a decade writing this, and I said, you know, this is going to have some cool-ass Henson animatronics, but will ultimately get lost in the sauce of its own lore. Hey, that's interesting, because I, uh, I put cool puppets, this for mine, and then I put, I hope they don't get caught up in the deep lore. Uh, my tagline was, it will be a Five Nights at Freddy's movie. Uh, and my additional prediction, my additional prediction is, we'll all probably hate this, but Cleve's score will skew higher because of the Henson Company animatronics. Yeah, probably right. Cool. Well, next movie, uh, we have three more, I believe. Uh, next is Maxine. Uh, after the events of X, aspiring actress Maxine Minx continues her journey towards fame, setting out to make it to 1980s Los Angeles. Written and directed by Ty West, uh, the completion of the X trilogy, of course, starring Mia Goth. Got um, a little teaser for it at the end of the at the end credits of Pearl. Yeah, it's like a weird four by three video of the Hollywood sign, but it said Maxine. Yep. And when it says Maxine, it gets all 1980s with the chrome. Yeah. Um, Ron Tomatoes, I said 90. I said 92. I said 94. I, I mean, excuse me, I said 90 also, not 92. Um, <laughs> Based on the fact that both X and Pearl got 90% on Rotten Tomatoes. Yes. Um, opening weekend, I said 7 milli. Oh, I said 26 million. Oh my god, wow. Yeah. Uh, well, going by X and Pearl, I went with 4 million. Oh. I'm being optimistic on that one too, I guess. But yeah. well, for collective rating, I said four. I said four point two. I think we're gonna love it. I'm, I think we're gonna give it a golden pod. Oh, okay. Wow. For the tag, I just said this is just the second half of Boogie Nights all over again. Uh, my tagline is, "By golly, they made a third one." Yeah. Well, my additional comment was, "There's either too much or not enough cocaine in this movie, uh, or." The same goes for it, the writing of this movie. There was either too much or not enough cocaine involved. Mm-hmm. Uh, tagline is, it's gonna be hot. And then, uh, so much hairspray. Uh, my additional prediction is, this will be of similar quality to X and Pearl, but it will be Cleveland's favorite of the three because of the 80s setting slash aesthetics. Yeah, you're probably right. I know, that's I why I said it. it. Yeah, I can see it for sure. Um, so next movie is I Saw the TV Glow, uh, the new movie from, uh, written and directed by Jane Schoenbroom, who, uh, directed We're All Going to the World's Fair. It was picked up by A24. This is produced by Emma Stone, oddly enough. Interesting. Um, but, the the premise is two teenage outcasts bond over their shared love of a scary television show, but the boundary between TV and reality begins to blur after it is mysteriously canceled. Uh, this is maybe the weirdest cast ever. Uh, Justice Smith, the human guy from 
Detective Pikachu. The human guy. Well, it's a Detective Pikachu. Yeah. You know, everyone else is not human. And we're going that without context. Or, you know, from... <laughs> We Justice the Smith, the, the human guy, we <laughs> promise. Uh, Definitely human. It, it, already, it also uh, stars uh, Connor O'Malley, Phoebe Bridgers, and Fred Durst. Weird. Um, three, you could not name three biscuits, more disparate actors yeah. one by one. <laughs> or, or three disparate people, rather. Connor I didn't know O'Malley. Phoebe Bridgers was an actor at all. Connor O'Malley and Fred Durst in this yeah. movie. Yeah. And Here. Phoebe Bridgers. Yeah, what the fuck? Pure chaotic energy. Yeah. I'm here for it. I said 89 for Rotten Tomatoes. I also said 89. I said 79. I, I base that sorry. off of the fact that we're all going to the World's Fair has a critical rating of 90 on Rotten Tomatoes and an audience score of 28. <laughs> Truly divisive. And I, can, and I can 100 see why. Yeah, yeah, I get it. For sure. Have you seen it yet? Yeah, yeah we've, we've all seen, all seen it. seen this point, yeah. yeah. Uh, it's a good movie. Yeah, I didn't like it. Yeah. yeah. And well, I fall somewhere in between. Yep. Um, opening weekend, I said 12 milli. Uh, I said 8 milli. 500,000. Okay. Wow. I think an A24 movie, it, it has the clout. Um, collective rating, I said three and a half. I also said three and a half. But I also said three and a half. <laughs> <laughs> we all lose that one. Yeah, I guess We so. all win that one. Yeah, I guess. Uh, well. For the tag, I said uh, Fred Durst's resurgence starts here. Yeah, I said the film caters to both sides of the spectrum, Phoebe Bridgers and Fred Durst. (laughs) And uh, for my additional predictions, I said Ben will love this, Cleve will hate this, I will fall somewhere between. Just like like we're all going to the World's Fair. Well, to further that prediction, I think yeah, it's going to be an indie twee sleeper. And uh, Z, I'm asleep. Oh, I see. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. it's, it's gonna be that that indie twee, you know, kind of yeah, sleeper shit. Yeah, I got it. <laughs> I got what you meant. Just so you're sure, it's good. I think it's gonna be an indie twee sleeper. And you're gonna yeah. be sleeping. I'm gonna be sleeping. Oh. You're, gonna, you're gonna be on your honk shoe, honk shoe, me, 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 me shit. <laughs> <laughs> Yoncore, yeah. as we met. Yeah, yeah right. Yoncore. Yoncore, feather blowing motherfucker. That's right. Just the little, the little feather above my nose. Just going to keep going up and down. My other prediction for this is Connor O'Malley will probably be used in a serious role here for some reason. Oh. And it's going to be weird. Oh. Yeah. That's right. something that I didn't consider, but I could 100% see it. Yeah. Um, okay, so last prediction of the night is Apartment 7A. Uh, all we know is it's uh, connected to Rosemary's Baby because, of course, that was Apartment 7A. So I don't know Ooh. if this is a prequel or a spinoff, uh, but it stars Julia Gardner and Diane West. And it's written and directed by uh, Natalie Erica James, who did Relic. Which was a great movie. Oh, Relic is good, though. Which I know you guys really liked. I thought it was decent. Um, Rotten Tomatoes, I said 71. I said 82. I said 61. Oh, wow. Um, that's low. Yeah, opening weekend, I said 9 milli. 16 million. I put 1 million. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, collective rating, I said 3.6. Uh, I said 4. 
I think we'll probably enjoy this one. 3.5. I think one of us might not like it, but who? I don't know. Stay tuned to find out. It's yeah. probably me. Uh, I think it's the... more likely Ben, actually. Yeah, for the tag for this, I said the doctor sleepification of Rosemary's baby. Oh, man. Ooh, damn. Harsh, but not not incorrect, <laughs> yeah. probably. And I like Dr. Sleep. Um, my tagline was, Rosemary's baby doesn't need a prequel, but it'll probably be good. It'll probably have an apartment in it. Wow. Damn. That's my prediction. Shocking. I think I'm going to get it right. And then I've, I've never seen Rosemary's baby. Yeah, I said this will probably bring Natalie, Erica, James to a larger audience, which is cool. And Julia Gardner will be amazing here. But the movie will also probably be like half an hour too long. In 2023, do you think the association to Roman Polanski will hurt or help this film? I think you know. I think your average. I think it'll hurt. I think it'll hurt it. I think it probably will too. Yeah, because. There'll be those... I mean, I know he's he's obviously not involved in this film at all, but if it's a Rosemary's Baby I'm just prequel or spinoff or tie-in or whatever. Where every other is the clapping emoji. Oh, yeah, sure. And uh, they'll be like, boycott this film. Roman Polanski is a pedophile. Or the alternative is because it's written and directed by a woman... It will be the girl bossification of Roman Polanski, and it will actually be uh, woke to see to like this movie. Maybe I could see that too. Honestly, we shall see what what happens with that. So that's all our predictions. That we, is uh, the the twenty three films from twenty twenty three. I'm sure there will be more new films that come out that we will see. Yeah, and I'm hoping. It seems like all of these movies should come out this year. Um, I could see a couple of them getting pushed. Like... Yeah, there's usually some. I think, you know, almost half of the ones last year got pushed. Yeah, um, I could for sure see, like we mentioned, Nosferatu getting pushed. Some of these later ones that, like, don't have hard release dates, yeah. I could see getting delayed. Um. Well, since we finished our predictions, let's... Uh, talk about who won 2022. Yes, the results. So it was pretty neck and neck throughout the year, I have to say. I think we were all within like one or two around of each other around mid-year. Yeah, yeah. I won mid-year by one point, if I remember correctly. And you both were one behind. Um, I will say it didn't end like that, though. Because T's... You ran away with it at the end. Yeah, boy. Uh, the final score was Cleve had 18, I had 20, and T said 23. That's right. Comeback kid, baby. Love Fuck that. yeah. So, T, without further ado, you get to pick uh, the end of the year catch-up movies. Yeah. Uh, this was pretty easy for me. Um we're gonna to we're gonna do two films that both stuck with me for very different reasons this year. One we didn't mention at all uh, in our last episode and end of the year stuff, and that's only because I knew we were gonna talk about it uh, next week. So that's why I didn't say anything about it. But we're gonna be covering Incantation, uh, the Taiwanese found footage horror movie that uh, was released on Netflix earlier this year. Um, and we're also going to be talking about Smile, 
the surprise hit of the year. A movie that falls pretty squarely into the middle of my list of films this year, but did very well commercially and uh, was actually a lot better than I was expecting. Yeah, um, honestly, I, ex- I expected it to be like bottom 10. Yeah. But it was pretty good for what it was. It was. I'm it excited. Was, it was a pleasant surprise. So yeah, next week we will be saying a final farewell to 2022 with a joint review of uh incantation and smile and then we'll be diving in to new stuff in 2023 yeah our slate early in the the year this upcoming a lot of new stuff real quick yeah just Mm -hmm. uh new release after new release man at like eight in the first yeah. two months. <laughs> well, uh, some some interesting ones. I'm looking forward to it. Uh, I'm I'm very curious about uh, pretty much all these movies that we predicted. Yeah, um, me too. Excited about some more than others. Uh, Cleve, can you bring yourself awake long enough to do a sponsor for us? Of course. Yeah. Can you give me the the can? Thank you. Okay. Literally so, sleeping on the job. So, like, we had a launch week this week for work. Oh, right, it's been very busy. Very very busy. Okay, very little sleep. All right, here we go. All right, coming to you hot from the shelf of doom that we all know and love. People let out a big old sigh. I think I'm feeling it too, if I'm being honest. All right, yeah, this is... Yeah, what what about it? So just pass this back over to Tease just to make sure I read that right. Uh... Uh, yeah, I'm I mean, passing it over to Ben to make sure I read that right. Yeah, yeah. It seems pretty, just, seems just pretty normal. Read just read it. it. Yeah. Just read the copy. It's, it's one that you specifically asked for. No, it's not. Uh, this episode is brought to you by the love between an uncle and his nephew. Yeah. In a wholesome way. Exactly. Yeah, that's good. You know, it's a, a platonic familial love between an uncle and his nephew. Why are you making this weird? I'm not. I mean, you are. You had to pass it to me and Ben to make sure. All right, let's stop making this weird. Let's end the podcast. <laughs> Thank you to the love between an uncle and his nephew for sponsoring <laughs> podcast, our final episode of 2022. And hey, if you like the show and you want to support us going into 2023, our sixth year of the show, and the best way to do so is to leave us a five-star rating so we can work our way up in the numbers and so more people will see will see the, the, the show and listen to it. You can also uh, support us on Patreon at patreon.com slash podpeoplepod. Uh, shout out to our honorary pod boys, Sam Simon and Zach Confer. Happy New Year's, boys. Uh, and uh, New Year. You can also follow us on Twitter at podpeoplepod. And at letterbox.com slash podpeoplepod, where you'll find a list of all the films we've talked about on the show with our average ratings and links to those reviews. You can find me on Twitter at Some Spooky Snake and streaming on Twitch at twitch.tv slash Some Spooky Snake for monthly Spooky Saturday streams. Hell yeah. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Mr. Sheets. And you can find my work uh, uh, amongst the many cool games on uh, dreadxp.com. Uh, or under the, just the publisher DreadXP, uh, where I'm doing all sorts of cool art for all of those games. Go check them. Go check them all out. Go wishlist Hand of Doom. Go, go check out Outsiders. Go check out 
uh, my friendly neighborhood. Go check out Mortuary Assistant. You know the drill. All right. Thanks for listening. We hope you're as excited about 2023 as we are, and we'll see you in the new year. Bye. Pop a perky just to start a pop it. Pop, pop two cups of purple just to warm up. Two cups. Drink. I heard your bitch, she got that water. Splash. Drip. Drip. Woo. Splash. Hey. Slippery. Whoa, excuse me. Please me. Please. I'm up. Oh, believe me. Believe me. Believe me. Get beat. Because I'm flexing Rory's. You can bet on me. Hey, hey, hey. Tater top. Fuck niggas on my radar watch. Watch him crack a dial. Hunter, turn him to some gator shots. Iced out watch. Ice. Round, round, 10 o'clock. Yeah. Round, round, get the down. Think it's 3 o'clock. 3, 4 o'clock. Four. 5 o'clock, 6 o'clock. Five. I'm gon' pop. If I don't, I'm back to the pots. Well, I got rocks. rocks. Big bells, big arms. Summit gun. Pretty. Come out and play, let's have fun. Yeah. Big scales. scales. Big scale, big. Wait, fish, iceberg, ice, ice tray, ice tray, woo, plug, call, call. try the front, I don't need it, Brr. I don't need it, Brr. pocket strong, wrist anemic, strong, get freezing, freezing. y'all nigga, pay your deeds, grandma, grandma, auntie Epic, auntie Nisa, Nisa. uncle Bo. Bo, auntie Greta, sir, you Perkins, Greta. auntie Eva, if she got a pound, she might just serve us, Papa Perky, just a starter, pop it.